Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to the Community Conversation brought to you by Prototype Training Systems, home of CrossFit Prototype. Uh, the Community Conversation highlights a different member of the Prototype community each week and allows them to tell their story, share their life experience, and communicate their perspective on all things fitness. Uh, we've all listened to podcasts and watched YouTube videos that highlight some of the world's greatest leaders and visionaries, and these people walk uh, amongst us uh, every day. Uh, we believe that some of these amazing people are here at Prototype, and we want you to get to know them. Um, so to that end, I want to introduce our second guest, uh, Nicole St. Pierre, also referred to as NSP by her fellow uh, Prototype family. Uh, Nicole's been a part of the Prototype community for almost seven years. Actually, I think it'll be seven years in just a few months. In March. Uh, yeah. Uh, she's a consistent 5 ammer who rarely misses a workout. She's a mother of two, has a great sense of humor, and has just been crushing life. Uh, recently. And uh, Nicole, thank you so much for being part of the community conversation. Thank you for the very nice introduction. I don't know if I deserve all that, but I appreciate it. <laughs> very well. No, very well deserved. Um, so first question here, uh, Nicole, tell us your story. Give us a little bit of depth uh, background on who you are, you know, your fitness journey. I know you were doing CrossFit and, and fitness before you came to Prototype. Give us a little bit of information on that. Okay. It was a beautiful night, July 18th, 1979. My mother was only in labor. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm from central Massachusetts, uh, originally, you know, pretty simple, small town life. Um, ended up moving to Korea. I was a teacher in South Korea after college. I went to UMass Amherst, studied business, uh, came back, lived in Colorado, and I was in sports marketing there. So we book celebrities, athletes, and entertainers and speakers for events and appearances. So I've gotten to have some pretty neat experiences with that. Um, and that's kind of the professional side. That has not been happening so much for the past few months, just because of obviously there's not really events and that's what we do. So I've recently been transitioning to another career um, that I'm working on right now that maybe we'll get into a little bit later. Yeah. And um, fitness wise, I was, you know, not like an amazing athlete in high school. I did gymnastics. I was a cheerleader, like a real cheerleader, like a competition cheerleader where we went to nationals in Florida and that kind of stuff. Um, through college in my early twenties, I was not really into fitness. I was blessed with eating what I wanted and staying super skinny, at least when I was younger. So um, it didn't really become a big part of my life until like my late twenties and early thirties or so. Do you want me to keep going or <laughs> you wanna... you're, you're telling us your, this, your story. So I didn't know that you were in Korea. So that's is like, so it's funny because like when I talk to like people, like our members and you know, you know, it was tons of people, you know, at our gym. Like, yeah. and the reason why we do these things is like, I don't even know like everyone's background and story. I mean, you think you know like everyone and you don't. I didn't know you were you living in Korea. Like that's cool. What tell us a little bit about that experience? Like that, that's really interesting. Um, so I actually was previously married and he, I met him on spring break. He was at West Point, I was at UMass, and we got we met one March on spring break, got married the following spring break on a rainy Monday afternoon in Wichita Falls, Texas. And he was basically we it was shit or get off the pot. So we got married and then I went with him to Korea. Um, and while there, I just kind of went out on my own, like rode the bus. And like, I knew I could probably get a job as a teacher because they really like the American accent. So 
I just kind of did a little research online. It was like 2002, so there wasn't like a ton, but um, walked into an English school and they ended up hiring me. Um, and so I taught kids from like four, three or four, because in Korea, you start at one years old. Mm -hmm. Like when you're born, you're not zero, you're one. Anyway, so it, they do it differently. But anyway, so I was a teacher there and um, taught kids, yeah, up through like the junior high, high school level. Um, I loved the food and the culture. It was very interesting. Um, definitely missed home, did a lot of traveling there, went to China, Japan, Thailand, Australia. Um, so it was kind of cool to be able to see that part of the world and work and live in that culture. And also, I think the most interesting part of it was being able to be a minority because mm -hmm. nowhere you know, else in my life have I ever been a minority. So I feel like that's a really eye-opening kind of interesting perspective that everybody should have at some point. Yeah, I can. I I can't speak from experience. I can only say that that's uh, that experience sounds pretty amazing. You see, you say you traveled a lot. Like, what's your what was your like favorite all, all time? Doesn't have to be during that time period. But what's like your favorite place you've ever traveled? That's a good question. Um, probably Australia. Um, it was just so beautiful. The people were so interesting. I mean, I was at the beach most of the time and. Um, I, I really loved Australia and Bangkok was pretty cool too. Some seedy stuff, but some pretty <laughs> interesting stuff and the food was amazing. Uh, I can only, I can only imagine. Yeah. Australia sounds like a pretty awesome. And Spain. We just, I just went to Spain with the family last, uh, 2019. That was pretty, that was awesome too. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So travel, Korea, um, grew up in central mass, like, Tell us how you got into like, you know, how'd you find CrossFit? I know you, like I said, I know you were working out at um, uh, another gym before you came to the prototype. Like, yep. Talk us through that journey. Like, how'd you get into it? Like what inspired you to like, start doing CrossFit? Like what's your experience been like? What do you love about it? So um, I moved back to Massachusetts in 2009 with my now husband, who was my boyfriend then, uh, lived in Rosie, Roslindale, right outside of Boston. And um, I had was starting to work from home for the first time ever. And I had just turned 30. And so working from home, you're not moving around as much. Your kitchen is right there. And like after 30, I think my metabolism slowed down a bit. So I gained like 15 pounds in like five months. And I was like, what the, you know? You so okay. I <laughs> was like, I got to get fit. So I did P90X and that actually really got me pretty tore up. But it was boring. It was so monotonous. I mean, Tony Horton stirring the soup and saying the same damn thing every day. So I was like, I got to do something that's going to keep me interested. I started doing yoga, which I liked, but I felt like I needed something a little more, you know, intense. So I ended up, you know, just researching gyms and CrossFit came up and I had had a friend um, back in Colorado that was into it when you know, it was a really new unknown thing back in 2005. So I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll give it a try. And the gym that I found was great. It was CrossFit Crack in Dedham. Um, Marissa actually knows um, the people there. She was at their sister gym. So we kind of had that thread in common. Um, so I really liked it. And then I started to, you know, do really well. And then six weeks later, I find out that I'm pregnant with my oldest, but I'm like, okay, so I guess I'll stick with this as long as I can. And I ended up going until I was nine months pregnant. So 
Um, yeah, I just really liked it there. Um, then we moved here in 2013 and I started at CrossFit Sobo, it was at the time in Southborough and it was awful. It was everything like that prototype is not. The coaches were terrible. I had like, I went to maybe 10 different classes and there was like eight different coaches. Mm -hmm. One of them was encouraging people to kick up into a headstand, which from yoga I knew was not at all what you're supposed to do. It's like really dangerous for your cervical spine. So mm -hmm. I was like, this place sucks. And then Lisa Strain, <laughs> sorry, so Lisa funny. Strain, who used to be a member of the 8am crew a long time ago, I met her at a book club and she was talking about prototype and uh, you and John and she's like, oh, this place is great. And I'm like, okay, I'll check it out. And then I walked in and immediately it just felt different. Like just the community atmosphere, the, the people that were there, the 8am ladies that I used to, you know, spend a lot of time with Kim Bell and Kathy Bridges and Sandra Block and um, all those ladies. Um, and they made it really fun. Crazy Bill was there quite a lot of the time. Sarah Crazy Sullivan Bill. and Barry, when they were like just getting engaged and all that. So yeah, there's certainly some uh, there's some great people at the gym. A lot of those people are still here. And uh, you know, it sounds like you've made some good memories. What's your uh, what's your favorite memory so far since being at, at, at Prototype? Probably jumping up and down in a puddle of my own pee in front of 200 people. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell us a little, tell the viewers a little bit about that. Not everyone knows that. Story. I know that story because <clears throat> I, so, I think I helped clean it up. But, uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit. So, um, yeah, actually, that was such a fun day. It was the first competition I had ever done. It was Wadtober in, I think, 2000. 16 or 17, Christina Mendoza, she was like 25, 26. She's the partner of this, you know, mom of two, doesn't realize these pelvic floor issues are a real thing. So I'm like, and it was only single unders too. And, but there were so many of them. There was like 15. So I was jumping and uh-oh, jumping. Uh-oh, there it goes. So I, you know, peed a little and then I peed a lot. And, but I didn't stop. I just kept jumping and we actually got second place, so. <laughs> Just kept jumping. <laughs> Just kept jumping. Yeah, somebody grabbed them off and I had a change of clothes. So it was all good. All good. Just a little bit of peace. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Just keep jumping. I think should go on the next t-shirt. Just keep jumping. Um, so you, you, you were like in that 8 a.m. routine and like, it's like now, like in over the last like several years, you've like now are like in this 5 a.m. routine, like you're an early morning person, get up, get after it. And like, I think, you know, from our conversations like your your like mindset and approach to like fitness and just routine in general has been like just i think you're you you know you're you're setting the stage you're setting the standard for a lot of like you know people it just in general just in terms of like your dedication just being overall healthy talk a little bit about that like how that's kind of changed and what you've done like differently well i um after i had my second child it took me quite a long time to get back in the gym and my schedule wasn't really gonna allow for me to come later in the morning, but I just thought I, I have to get in there. I know how much better I feel when you know I'm working out regularly, um, physically, um, emotionally, mentally, I just feel so much better. Like this week I missed three days because my back got jacked up and I was a bitch for like three days. <laughs> um, and finally I went this morning and I feel like my demeanor is just 100% different. I'm just mm -hmm. happier. 
Um, anyway, so I realized if I'm going to be going back to the gym, I got to figure out a way to do it. I think I tried a couple of times to go at night, but being a mom of like young kids, it, it just wasn't going to work. So I'm like, bite the bullet, set my alarm for 4.26 AM. And, you know, it was hard to adjust to that, but I love it because you get out of bed before you even know what's going on. Like mm -hmm. I just have to hit the alarm and just pop right up. And the first couple of minutes suck, but you just deal with it. And then when you're done, you realize you just like kicked your own ass and sweat and got an amazing workout in and got to hang out with your friends, like before most people are even thinking about opening their eyes. So it just, it, I just love the, the early morning thing. And obviously once I first started just the whole crew of my ladies, my middle-aged broads, um, the hens, as we call them, um, we have a good time. And, and that's like kind of my favorite memory. It's just like almost every day there, there's something else to laugh about. There's somebody else saying something completely inappropriate that everyone just cracks up over. But yeah, it's a good crew. There is a good crew at the, uh, at the early morning. And it's true too, is, you know, getting it in, getting up, getting it in, being done with it sets your day up you know, not just phys the physical return you get on, on it, but the, the mental return you get on it too. Big time. Um, yeah, I totally understand. And, and yeah, I think a lot of people listening could probably understand that. Or some people probably listening, you know, probably some of those people that might struggle with, you know, getting up early and, and having that like motivation um, to do that. Like what was like, you know, like what do you, like what motivates you? What motivates me? Um, you know, I was never very consistent about being in the gym. I really just, I think I did it mostly for vanity reasons. Like, you know, I would get, I just didn't want to gain weight like I had before. So I would just kind of use that as motivation. But over the last year, as a lot of people know, I've struggled with alcoholism. I'm almost a year sober at this point. I think I'm like 26 days away or so. And the health and fitness aspect of my recovery has been completely in, like it's been the most integral thing to it um i you know just i feel so much better when i treat my body right when i'm when i'm working out it's it's all really going hand in hand so really that's a big part of my motivation now um i, I really just want to be healthy too i want to be able to you know, have my, be a good example for my kids. Um, when I'm working out, I'm eating better. It just sets the stage for, um, it just sets the stage for, you know, a healthier life and a healthier balance for me overall. 26 days. I, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm close. Uh, February 12th. That's incredible. That's an, an amazing, amazing thing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I can, I can just attest, I mean, just seeing just the change in you has been incredible. And, uh, wow. Was I a real shit bag before? No, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, you're still a shit bag. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no. um, but, uh, you know, I, I, one thing I didn't mention when we started this thing is like in, in, you know, obviously 2020, the dumpster fire of what 2020 is, you actually made it to be a pretty monumental year. I think you won like every single one of the challenges that we did at Prototype, if I 
I didn't do the last one, but I know I was going to say when you asked me to do this, I'm like, I think people are sick of me, Mike. I don't think uh, you want I don't, to I don't, I don't know. I think, I think people have a good opportunity to learn some things and, um, you know, obviously get to know you too. So, um, you know, with that said, I got a, I got a few more questions, right? Um, and this is like what I did in the last one. So three, three questions. Okay. Fire. Um, favorite movie or TV show of all time? Um, or TV show. Mm -hmm. um, recently, Yellowstone has been, I, I watch anything else now and I'm like, this isn't Yellowstone. Yellowstone's really good in, in like Game of Thrones, Sopranos. Sorry, I know you said one, but. All right, so those three, so Yellowstone, I, I, was, I actually was watching that a little bit. I think I got through like a few episodes. That was one with like Ryan Phillippe. No, no, Kevin Costner. Oh, I'm thinking of a different show then. What am I thinking of? Yellowstone. Oh, okay. No, no, no. You're talking about okay, Yellowstone. Got it. I haven't watched that yet. I have I have watched Game of Thrones and Sopranos. That's yeah. tough between those two. It is they're so different. They're so different. Yeah. I, I gotta go with Sopranos. That's me personally, but yeah, people out there will say Game of Thrones. Um, next question. Favorite musician or artist? Oh, All time. Band, musician. Musician or artist. I really I I don't know. There's too many genres. There's just too too many to pull from. What's yours? Uh, easy dispatch. Me too. No, <laughs> I actually loved them in college. Like I totally did. I listened yeah. to tapes all the time back at UMass. They they played at UMass live. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. They're still they're still going strong. Yep. They have like a few new albums out. They're great. They're yeah, they've been there for twenty. So, so we got to get an answer though. Stuck on a desert island. <sighs> You, I, you should have told me you were going to ask me this, and then I would have thought about it. I can't. Um, God, come back to it. All right. Um, favorite thing do you do when you're not working out or at the gym uh, with your family? Um, I, I love being at my mom's pool. Like we just hang out. The kids eat their little popsicles. Like I, I have races with my brother and my husband, and swim around with the kid. It's just like the most wholesome, happy summer fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Where's your mom? Where is it still Central Mass? Yeah, Templeton, Massachusetts. That's cool. Okay, yep. we're going back to the question. <laughs> your favorite musician and artist? Or um, artist. I, I, I can only what think- are you, What are you listening to right now? My kids, all they listen to right now is like 80s rock. They're like Def Leppard and Guns N' Roses and White Snake. And That's I awesome. love that stuff, but I don't feel like it's a favorite and I couldn't pick just one. All right, then we'll just, we'll go with that. I think You're that a good sounds, person. Thank I you. I think that, yeah, I'm not going to leave you enough. hanging on that. Um, well, Nicole, thank you again for being part of the uh, community conversations. It means so much to me and uh, obviously everyone at Prototype. Uh, and then for everyone at home, thank you for watching, tuning in. Uh, remember every week, we're going to be releasing a new community conversation with a new guest uh, to get your week started. Uh, to be the first to know when a new community conversation is posted, subscribe to our YouTube page or join our daily brief newsletter. Uh, these videos are also posted in our community members only uh, club on Facebook. If you're not part of that for some reason, uh, let us know. We'll add you in. And then lastly, if you're interested in being on the community conversation, just shoot us a message and we would love to have you. So it's next so time. much fun, guys. Thank you. And thank you again, Nicole. And uh, we appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Mike. You got it.